Mr. Boy, you remember every minute of this. I'm telling you right now. You're 17, but you goes fast. Don't sleep. Don't waste a second of it. Because before you know it, it's done. None of the babies and memories. You hear me? Babies and memories. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, listening to another episode of Six Random Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. What's good, everybody? What's going on? What's happening? What's bragging? What's smacking? What's popping? What's going down, Charlie Brown? <laughs> That's the first time I ever said that. Actually, what's going on, y'all? What's happening? Um, um, uh, you know, I, I, um. I'm going to skip the theatrics today. Please remember to like, subscribe, subscribe, share, rate the podcast. Um, Yeah, and and if you could do that, I would appreciate that. If you can't, it's fine. I'm I'm not tripping. But I'm going to skip the theatrics uh, because I just, on days like this, I just don't, I'm not really feeling it. And I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, my podcast is what it is because I, I, even on days when I'm not really feeling it, I try my best to come back and, um, you know, give is best quality, but there's sometimes when I know there there isn't quality in my voice, so I just have to be straight up and, and not leave you guys with the is he feeling it, is he not? So I can go ahead and tell you right now, I'm not feeling it. But I will tell you um that I have thought deeply on today's subject matter and uh citing that I will be turning thirty seven days from today. Um I just wanted to I don't know, I just wanted to share a subject matter that that's been on my mind. Man, probably since I was 12 years old. And uh, I think I was 12. Was I 12? Uh, I'll have to go back and look this up during the commercial break. But um, yeah, I just wanted to talk to you guys now about my thoughts and feelings on um, babies and memories. Yeah, babies and memories. I'll be right back. So yeah, I was 12. At least I was 12 when this... this, um, movie came out because I really even talk about like the movies that raised me and uh that is like really funny to think like movies that raised me um because I I I spent a lot of time in front of the television as a kid but I really talk about the movies that I watched that really kind of like shaped and molded my ideology for the better and sometimes for the worse and uh the year was 2004 I'll just say that okay Year was 2004, and uh, at the top of the episode, you heard me play a clip, um, and if you're not familiar with where that clip is from, well, you're too young to talk to me, but if you are aware of where that clip is from, you are, you are definitely pushing 30 or a little bit older than that, <laughs> which ain't nothing wrong with that, um, but uh, the clip that I played at the top of the, the episode was from a scene in the movie called Friday Night Lights. And if you are familiar with this movie, then you know that it's about football. And if you are not familiar with this movie, um, I don't know how you are not. But no, man, it's a, it's a, it's a good film. It's a cool movie. It's, a, it's one of those movies where, as a 12-year-old boy watching it in Louisiana for the first time, because um, I was staying in Louisiana when I first saw it, I remember my dad brought it home and it it has such a crazy like Friday Night Lights is one of the greatest movies of my era um sports wise that 
only people who are ingrained in sports, like legitimately love sports. And we ain't talking about you motherfuckers who are fans and you're super fans. Like, nah, bro. Being a fan of a team and actually being a fan of a sport is two different things. I was a fan. I was a football aficionado. So that means I knew everything about every team and every player that was to be watched and players on the watch. I never did fantasy football, but I was a aficionado. So I was not a I was not a fan of just the the team. Like if my team wasn't playing, I wasn't watching. Like, no, I pretty much watched every football game. And so that is where my obsession was as a 12 year old being a aficionado of football. So when I saw the Friday Night Lights DVD the first time my dad brought it home sitting on the table, I was I was I was shocked. I was intrigued from the get-go. And I popped that movie in and I remember, you know, I remember watching that movie um at that point in my life. It's probably 13. Man, that's crazy. It's over 15 years ago. Um and I'm watching the movie and I'm watching the movie. And I'm watching the movie and it ends. And for the first time after I watched that movie in my life, I watched the movie and I said, I need to see more. Like I I, I wanted to see more. I was like, whoa, I want to see more of this. Like what 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 happened? What happened to the characters? What happened to the people? You know, it's based off a true story. So did these people ever like become something? You know, I'm 13 and I'm and I'm a I'm a football aficionado. So I know that Friday Night Lights one day will be my life. I will have a time in my life where I was playing under some Friday Night Lights and I no longer will have the ability to play under those lights. And therefore, one day I will go from being a audience member of watching this movie to being an actual person and being someone who is doing these certain things that is happening in this movie and to being eventually an older person watching the movie. So it was like I watched my life. I watched my life in a movie for the first time when I was 13, and it scared the shit out of me. It literally probably started my anxiety. That movie, which I have praised now for almost five minutes, actually is one of the causes for one of the biggest emotional breakdowns of my life. Because what that movie brought out of me for the first time was a realization that you could be passionate and still be a loser. It was a real, it was a really weird concept. I never really, really looked into that before. I never really felt that before. I never really thought that before because prior to this, I had never thought that in depth about my life because I was 13. Duh. Like, why, why would I think about that? Like, why would I think about my life in depth? But that movie for all its pleasures and, you know, giving me the inspiration to get my ass up and wanting to train and be this and be that. I wanted to be Booby Miles. Hell, I was Booby Miles. Hell, I am Booby Miles. We're all Booby Miles. <laughs> but I was scared. I was motivated and I was petrified because as I joke about being Booby Miles, I, I, if you know the movie, then you know exactly you know exactly what happens to Booby. You know exactly. Um, you know exactly what happens to Booby. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like I'm thinking about Booby Miles, and I and uh, I'm, I'm thinking about if I should put the. Uh, I don't know. Like now, I'm thinking about if I should put a different clip at the beginning um, from a scene from him. But I don't know. 
anyways, I, I, I watched and um, Booby Miles uh, was the running back. So let me go ahead and get into that. He was the running back on uh, on the football team. He was the star running back. And uh, he was going to be the man with the master plan going into his senior year. And he was. He was uh, he was nasty. Shout out to the actor that played him, Derek Luke. I rarely say people's names on the show, but you know I really, really, really fuck with it if I say their name. But Booby did phenomenal, but Booby got hurt. Yeah. You want to win? Put Booby in. <laughs> yeah. Booby hurt his knee. And um, Booby, from my understanding, in, in real time, um, never made much. He never made much out of a football career. And from my understanding, he did some time in jail. Not saying he's a bad man. I'm just saying, you got to go back, watch this movie, understand who he was, what he was. And we all knew a Booby Miles in high school. We all understood Booby Miles in high school. Hell, some of us was Booby Miles in high school. And if you were Booby in high school, then you thoroughly understand. If you were Booby Miles in high school, you thoroughly understand where I'm about to go with this episode. But if you weren't, then sit back, relax, because it's about to go there. So I'll be 30 in T-minus seven days. And there is a great scene that I played at the beginning of this episode, as you heard, where a man tells a young man, another young man, uh, well, older man, who's perfectly, you know, perceivably probably like in his, like, I don't know, mid-30s, early 40s. No idea really how old this guy is. He tells the star quarterback or the starting quarterback, let me say, the starting quarterback of the high school football team to get him a state championship ring. He tells him, get you one of these rings. Because after that, it's just babies and memories. That's it, just babies and memories. The dude is so amped to meet the high school quarterback that he asked his wife to hold the baby with the kid and take a picture. Like, hold the baby with the kid. Get a picture with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going through, going through. Want to win the championship. Get yourself on these championship rings. Because after that, just babies and memories. Just babies and memories. And that shit scared me. As a kid, that shit scared me. I saw that scene when I was 13 years old, and that has stuck in my brain since I was 13 years old. This shit has been in my vernacular since 25 years old. Baby, I'm sorry, 25 years old. (laughs) Since 13 years old, since 2005, I have been saying to myself, babies and memories. Babies and memories. And here's the issue with that. I have multiple ways that I look at that scene now. When I was a kid, when I was 13, I saw that scene. I said to myself, look at that guy. He wants to be in high school again so bad, so bad, that he is willing to tell a younger person, enjoy this. I wish I could go back. (laughs) My life sucks now. I'm married with a baby. And that's it. That's all I got. My life sucks. My life was better when I was playing high school football. That's how I took that scene when I first saw it. And I said, oh, God, no. Oh, gee. Oh, golly gee, no. I don't want to be in the babies and memories category. I don't want to be in the... I don't want to be in the um, has-been category. Because that's what I really felt. I was like, bro, this dude's a has-been. 
You might as well call Hasbro because he's a has been. Um, and it and it scared me, bro. It scared me. I, I and, and I I don't know. I don't even know if I'm making sense, but I, I'll get around to it. It scared me because I thought that from that depiction that I saw in that scene, that dude's life was over. His life was over. And there was nothing he could do about it but look back in the rear view and just wish he had what he had. And you know what I ended up doing? I ended up becoming that guy. <laughs> Scarring, isn't it? Like, you see something on TV once and you end up reenacting it your whole life. That's what happens when you're obsessed. You have an obsessive type of personality like I do. But I ended up becoming that guy. I, I looked back at my time in high school. And I'm not, I'm not, not ashamed to say it. I look back at my time in high school and, I, and, um, and my time mainly more so as a younger person <clears throat> and thought, man, life was better. And I said that for a long time, man, I'm I'm not ashamed to tell you all that. Like, you know, I was better. I felt like I looked better. I felt like I acted better. I felt like things went better. And this isn't particularly just a high school, but it was just younger times in my life. I could never get with the current moment or smile and applaud myself on the current because I was always looking at the past as something that was better. Because in my mind now, I was no longer playing football and everything was headed towards babies and memories. Babies and memories is where my mind was headed to. Because similar to Booby Miles, go back to this movie, I had gotten injured. I wasn't going to play football anymore. No million dollars was coming through the door and I needed to get a regular job. So similar to Booby Miles, <laughs> I sat in the car and I cried at times. And wondered to myself, well, what am I going to do now? It was hurtful, man, because from that 13-year-old's eyes that was watching that, being monogamous with one woman and having a baby and working a job sounded like the worst thing in the world because of that one scene I saw when I was 13. Now, again, analyzing things from a 29-year-old's perspective who will be 30 in seven days. It, it That scene didn't mean what I thought it did. Now I look at that scene now and I think to myself, well, it was about appreciation. You know, It was about appreciation. It was about, at least, I don't know. I get, I get so, I get so stumbled by that scene now because now I, I see my my life heading in the directions of making babies and making memories, and I'm completely fine with that. And it's odd because I see things. I'm sure I'll make an episode about this later on. But um, I see things and I'm like, wow, I'm not really attracted to that. I don't like that like that anymore. And, and it scares me because I'm like, wow, does this mean something's wrong with me? And it's like, no, it just means you're getting older. And that's the way I see that scene now. It's more about appreciation. It's more about understanding that this moment in time, your high school football team, your um, teammates, your 
you know, school schedule, your ability to just wake up and just work out and go about your life and not have any responsibilities. Those times are really limited. And once they're gone, you're going to long form, but doesn't matter because you'll never get it back because it's just a bunch of babies and memories. I long for this and I understand now that I have no issues making these babies and memories because I understand that life is a living process and not just a being seen process. I used to just want to be seen, you know, and I wanted to be heard and uh, I wanted to be respected. But rarely did I respect, see, and hear other people's point of views. So I had to realize in getting older that that was not going to work. I was going to have to bring myself up to par. That high schooler in me had to die. He had to go. And so in order to recreate myself and accept and love the fact that babies and memories are part of life, I had to remember the first rule of anything. Nothing is forever. That sounds obviously cliche. And that also sounds really, really simple and simplistic. But that is not realistic until you cannot do something anymore. Once you realize that you can no longer be the booby miles that you thought you were going to be. Oh man, that's that's a cold world to be in. It, it I, I've talked about this multiple times as um an athlete, former athlete. Um, athletes are they, they have uh, a thing about themselves. There's an affinity with them because we have multiple deaths. We have multiple deaths. Because when we die, we have actually died twice. When an athlete dies, we have actually died twice. Because as an athlete, we die the first time. We no longer can do a sport, do an activity, do the thing that we previously did. When, when we can no longer do that, we, we have now died. Okay? I don't think people really realize that. An athlete, a person who takes athletics seriously. And I only use athletics because, I mean, a teacher, a musician, a mechanic, you can always be a part of the game in some ways. And in, in, in essence, with those with those careers you, uh, part of your part of your success is teaching others you're, you're a teacher even if you're a mechanic you're a teacher you gotta teach other people to work on the cars you're a, a painter you know you either continue to paint or teach other people how to paint or you know realistically smart painters generally go into instruction because you make money but as athletes you are the product you are the person out there. You are the person moving, grooving, shucking and jiving, doing all the whole nine yards. It's you, baby. So when you can't be that athlete anymore, you have now officially died. And that portion of you has died. And how are you going to move on? Sadly, a lot of folks don't move on well. And um, that's actually what I wanted to talk to you all about. I know we're deep into the episode, but 
That's what I wanted to close this episode off with. So over the, I don't want to say over the weekend, but last week, just last week, um, got word that um, a, a former football player uh, passed away. Marion Barber is running back for the Dallas Cowboys. If you know who he is, then good for you. If you don't know, you know, man, you're probably a little younger. Um, he was a running back for the Dallas Cowboys. And realistically, playing that position in the sports of sports, everyone knows who the running back is for the Dallas Cowboys. But um, so needless to say, it's a popular job. It's a job. Um, it's a job that he held for five years of his life. And had not held or done in over 12 years. He hadn't been the running back for the Cowboys over 12 years. It had been 12 years since he played for the Cowboys. It wasn't the, the, the his uh, last year wasn't with the Cowboys, but we'll get into that later. But yeah, it had been 12 years since he had been playing for the Cowboys. And in those 12 years, um, I don't know what had been on that brother's life. I don't know what had been on that brother's mind. I don't know what their brother had been going through. But what I do know is that that brother is no longer with us. And here's the issue with that. Many times, athletes are viewed and reviewed as just entities. They're dashed away like khakis. They're um, forgotten. They're replaced. And that's just the nature of the beast. And that's just honestly... Most things in life, um, like all jobs, when they're done with you and they're going to spit you up, chew you out and get rid of you. And that's just going to be what it is. Um, But unfortunately, in situations like Marion's and um, and others like him, it's very sad because we see the rise and fall of these people in real time. And it's. It's scary, man. It's it's sad because um, that statement I made about just being stats and memories, um, I read that from a comment that Des Bryant wrote um, or he spoke regarding the passing of Marion. And it was really crazy to me because it, it, it really hit home. It made me realize exactly what I said to myself all those years ago when I watched that movie. It was all about babies and memories. Well, I never focused on the memories part. I always just kind of focused on the babies. Like, oh man, babies mean responsibility, mean no more football, mean no more fun, means I got to grow up. But the memories part, I never took in consideration the memories that I was making and how I was going to be a part of other people's memories. And that was going to be exactly just it, just a memory. Just something that occurred. Nor here, nor there. Doesn't put any money in my pocket. Doesn't take any money out of it. It's just a memory. And that's when I realized the sad part about being in this mindset and being in this feeling was realizing that I had chunked my life up to being something that only had value unless I was bringing memories to others. And I had to get out of that dog. I had to get out of that. I had to get out of the headspace. I had to get out of that place in my life. And it's crazy in seven years, I'm sorry, seven years, seven days from now and turning 30. Um, it's really cool to see 
um, I guess not to see, but to to review and just acknowledge the path in life that it takes to get to what I feel like now is just a starting point. It's like crazy. I did the last 30 years. It's just like practice. And. In some odd way now. It's like it's just starting. It's just begun, just beginning and it's just just going to begin. But it's 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 a it's a reminder, boy. That life is precious, man. I have no idea what that gentleman was going through and what occurred to him and uh, what happened is very tragic. But I would like to remind everybody that um, this is all temporary. So we should try our best to enjoy this within reason and responsibility. But within enjoying things, please remember that uh, there's always got to be time to be responsible. You know, all those years ago when I was watching that podcast, I was watching Friday Night Lights. All I could think about was the detriment and the setback and the pain felt by players like Bowie Miles who didn't get to live out their dreams. I never thought about the aftermath and the afterlife and the things that came after the sports. I'm just glad my life is not a movie. <laughs> um, at least it doesn't it doesn't move like a movie anymore. It moves like a life. And um, I get to reflect and um, get to enjoy this new start. So, yeah, man, not the next time you'll hear me, but next week when you hear me, at this time, um, I will be 30 and uh, all the other hoopla will just be a whole bunch of babies and memories. Babies and memories.